0: Today, a couple of Paul Bunyan Country's best anglers talk about a couple of Paul Bunyan Country's best lakes. Carl and Tony talk red and melax. Next.
1: Shorty! I won't ever understand my shorties be mad. When all I wanna do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne dancing and such. But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. F-I-S-H-I-I-N Fishing I I don't feel right in the club I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer Catching some trout The fishes all tremble At the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N Fishing
0: Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Red Lake's been spectacular to start the year—no surprise there. Carl Adams from Timberline Sports and Black Duck has the details. Carl, we've had a couple of weeks of fishing in, uh, and we needed it with the kind of winter we've been having. It was terrible ice fishing. Then we got this COVID nineteen thing, and finally people were able to get out and get some fishing. And I know weather was lousy opening weekend, but I don't think it mattered to a lot of people. Uh, I think people were just glad to fish
1: it didn't and i agree with you i think that uh as soon as we uh and we saw it the next weekend there was even more people glad to fish because the weather was a little nicer (laughs) (laughs) so that so that was good to see but no people are anxious to get outside and do things and move around again because uh, everybody's been cooped up for uh, cooped up for a while so so they're anxious to get out and, and enjoy the outdoors and and in Minnesota, once you get to this time of year, you can't beat our weather. It's it's pretty nice out there.
0: It is, and this week is spectacular. So I, I would think this weekend with opening bass as well, it's it's going to be just even more activity. And and so far from what I've heard, Carl, uh, the bite has been pretty good.
1: It has been pretty good. Uh, you know, obviously north of us and Red Lake has been phenomenal. It always is for opener. The guys that are making up there, and there and there's lots of people traveling to there. That's been the hottest bite. Our other lakes, I think, are not any they're, – they're probably a little slower than normal even. It just seems like that water was really cold. But, but uh, that's taken into effect the uh, counting opening weekend where, where we didn't have really nice weather and uh, people were anxious to get out fishing and, and did get out fishing, but I don't think the bite was quite as good as normal. Um, I think by this weekend, with this nice weather, I think all of the lakes should be really good now. I think things are are going to pick, you know, get back to full swing, and with all the water warming up, it should be a really good bite.
0: Definitely should be, and I would expect we're still going to be, by and large, doing a jig and minnow type thing.
1: I think so. I'm already starting to hear a few reports off leeches and crawlers, so we will start to see that and, and I tell everybody for every Memorial Day that, uh, you might want to bring everything with because it's right at that time where they, where you might see it starting to change. Uh, but as long as there are spot tail shiners around and there, and there are plenty right now, um, there's almost always a good jig and minnow bite on the lakes that have a big shiner population. Uh, so that, that bite is still going to be going on we'll start to see some slip bobber and a leech. It happens every Memorial Day. The the, the slip bobber and a leech bite gets to be pretty good, and I think that bite will be okay. Um, and I, I think in general, we'll, the, the panfish will start biting a little better. Things are going to warm up, and everything should should be going uh, really well by this weekend.
0: So uh, what have we heard on red so far? Uh,
1: the, the bite has been very good, and it has been, uh, you know, mainly that minnow bite like it usually starts, but we're already starting to see guys Um, if they like to troll cranks they're trolling crankbaits and they're catching fish doing that if they like to troll spinners uh, they've been able to troll spinners and catch some fish doing that if they like to bobber fish uh, they can put a bobber out and catch fish doing that so that bite has been has been i would say as good as a normal a normal year uh, and and with a you know with plenty of traffic lots of people getting up there and enjoying it and it's it's been a really good bite
0: it you know you're right. It always is. It, it it's not usually the bite. It's usually can you get on the lake? That's the biggest question when it comes to red.
1: Yeah, and that and that will be could be an issue at, at any time if if it switches and blows hard out of the west, uh, we struggle. So we've had a couple of days where it's actually been kind of windy, but we've been lucky. It's been an east wind, and those east winds these last couple of days, people can still get out on the water and it doesn't seem to mess the bite up either where if we get a strong west wind it, it stirs the red lake up gets a little bit of sand in the water and it seems like the fish kind of wait for that to settle out before they bite <clears throat> and we haven't had that happen uh you know just in the last few days and, and so the bites really stayed real strong since since opening uh day up there and it it i, I think it's gonna stay that way i think we'll have a, a good bite for the next couple weeks the fish Population seems healthy. I do have some guys complain about too many big fish, which is not the worst thing. But then you have other guys who catch all the right size fish. So there's uh, there's different size schools of fish. Uh, if a guy moves around, if you spend some time up there, uh, uh, you're going to catch some fish, and it's uh, going to enjoy a nice day on the water. And
0: typically, Red Lake's got a wide swath of areas you can fish. There's not generally just one spot where they're going
1: that that is the case so right now you can be almost anywhere along the shoreline it's they're not out in the middle but you can be almost anywhere along the shoreline so people just spread out there will be concentrated schools uh, where you can get on it but if you go down a little bit further away from people a lot of times i just try to find someplace where there isn't anybody and and uh get out there and and you can usually catch plenty of fish. It's, as long as you're close to that shoreline, you'll locate them. And that's the other thing where the troll and crankbait bite that uh, will just keep getting better and better as the summer goes on. You can cover some water and locate a school where there isn't anybody around and, and it ends up being really good fishing up there.
0: You know, I know over in the Leech Lake area, Cass Lake area here in Bemidji, there's a lot of guide businesses. Uh, what about up in your your area in the Red Lake area? Are there are a lot of guides that are breathing a big sigh of relief this week too.
1: Yeah, I, I think I know quite a few of them, and and again, this is uh, myself included. Uh, the, the up until this, uh, up until Monday, uh, where they weren't allowed to, and I think everybody is breathing a sigh of relief. All of the guys that make their living doing that kind of stuff. Uh, um, we're hoping to be able to get to take people out and and i think people are excited to to get to go fishing again with some of the, a lot of people uh don't buy a boat because it's just as easy to uh, go out with somebody uh and catch fish that way and and make their trips that way and and those guys have been calling and and i think the uncertainty that they had until they opened it up was uh, the hardest part for a lot of people because guys are wanting to call and book so they know they have room but you didn't know for sure if you could or and all that stuff. So I think people are starting to feel a little better about all that, and and uh, things are are starting to feel a little more like normal.
0: Yeah, indeed, I, I know I did hear from a lot of guides that said, you know, I've uh, I've always you know had to work opening weekend. I've never gone fishing with my family. I got to go fishing with my family this year. Others say I got to try some stuff I've never tried because you know I'm i'm really dependent on getting fish in the boat uh, this time i was able to experiment so there were some things you could do that maybe a lot of people hadn't done for the last 20 years on
1: opening you weekend. know and, and that's always uh it's one of the things i i myself enjoy anytime where i get to go fish by myself because i never i never feel like i'm required to catch fish where anytime you uh, you're going with other people you're like oh we got to go do what's working the best make sure we're catching a lot of fish but there, you know, fishing can be really enjoying when even when the fish aren't biting, just trying to mess around, trying to find different ways to catch them and, and different spots to catch them, and and uh, and it's, it's enjoyable just to be on the water whether the fish are biting or not. And when those days when you're when there is no pressure on you, it, it uh, it's it's really enjoyable to get out fishing.
0: One of the other interesting things that's happened, Carl, and I'm sure you're well aware of this, is. Uh, You know, with a lot of spring, well, basically all spring sports canceled, um, we saw an explosion in uh, fishing license sales uh, for this time, and new record sales for, you know, the 16- and 17-year-olds, which also indicate that there's a lot more 10- to 15-year-olds, for example, fishing as well. That's got to be a good sign for the future.
1: I I do think that's a good sign for the future, and, you know, not only are the kids not allowed to play sports, but there's uh no sports for the kid the uh, for the parents to go watch. there's not on t v to watch you know base all that stuff has has uh changed in our lives a lot, but the one thing a person uh can still do is get outside and enjoy some of the outdoor recreation so I think there's more people walking more people jogging riding bike doing all of those things uh and fishing's one of the one of the more enjoyable outdoor thing, uh sports that there is around, and that's what uh we are seeing a lot of kids. Getting out fishing—that probably would have been busy with with spring baseball or spring track—or and uh, now they get to go out and enjoy enjoy the outdoors and and hopefully they'll remember that and do it for the for the rest of their life. So
0: absolutely, that's uh, that's definitely what we're hoping for. And of course, this weekend, as we noted, the weather is going to be uh, looks like it's going to be really good by and large uh, to get some fishing in. Uh, and uh, as you noted, so far we still have shiners. That's a good sign
1: yep that is, and i think I think right now we're kind of looking at that uh the bait the bait situation with this nice warm weather. uh everything was cold that week before opener and and it made bait a little bit tougher for opener, but I think uh everything's kind of warmed up now. I think the the bait situation will be uh a lot better for this weekend and and I think the bite will too i think uh you know red was a really strong bite, but some of our other lakes were a little slower than normal. I think all of them will start picking up, and I think the the, probably the next two to three weeks will be some of the peak fishing of the year, um, and that does, and it won 't matter what lake or what species I think all of them uh, when these when the lakes start to warm up here, which they are um, is we're going to have some excellent fishing coming up
0: Carl if uh, people are heading up your way this weekend, uh, what are the hours at timberline sports?
1: We open at five thirty every morning and close at uh, ten Sunday through uh, sunday through wednesday and are open until 11 on uh, thursday through saturday
0: all right carl adams from timberline sports joining me today carl thanks for the time today
1: no problem thanks Kevin.
0: up next we head south tony roach talks mille Lacs and more this is fish and in palm onion country presented by northland fishing town This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, celebrating our 30th year, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Checking in with Tony Roach, a great guide in the Mille Lacs area, great ambassador in fishing overall. Tony, first of all, thanks for taking a few minutes today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Well, right now, as we speak, you are out on Mille Lacs. Uh, How's the bite today?
2: Oh, pretty good. It's really nice out here. The wind's not blowing 100 miles. So I'll <laughs> take that any day.
0: Well, certainly we had an uh, weather-wise we had an awful opening weekend. But how has the overall bite been the first couple weeks of the walleye season?
2: The fishing's been incredible. Uh, the walleye fishing is great on opener, even though it was snowing and uh, we were just. I was just joking with my son the other day. I said, you know, hey, when's the last time you've been out fishing where we had an inch or two of snow in the boat? <laughs> and he's like, last weekend because it was you know the the next weekend, you know sixty five seventy degrees. So right. of course the Minnesota. If you don't like the weather? You just wait around a little bit, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What are, what are the fish been biting on so far?
2: So we've been pitching a lot of jigs and shiners. Uh, jigs and plastics are starting to go. You know, the surface temps are rising right now. I'm seeing you know anywhere from fifty two to fifty four degrees, whereas opener, you know, it was like 46, 47. So um, you know, just over that week, week and a half span, you know, we're up, you know, almost seven degrees. So as as surface. Temp- start to rise you know your options open up uh, you know you can use a lot more techniques you're not seeing all the fish that are compact into one little zone they're moving around the lake you're seeing even some of these i wouldn't say mid-lake humps but some of the secondary humps and secondary break lines are starting to see fish a lot of these bigger females are starting to show up as well and put the feed bag on you know, i love memorial day i think memorial day weekend for me um, it's kind of that prime time fishing, whether it's for walleyes, bass, smallmouth bass, pike. It's just electric, and there's really no wrong way to fish. But you know, if, if, if you're fishing on Mille Lacs or heading to Mille Lacs this weekend, you know it's been a really great pitching bite. So jigs, jigs and chiner, jigs and paddle tails. Um, but not to say that you can't throw crankbaits or um, you know catch them on bobbers and leeches or rigging live bait with leeches. You know so. Um, there's really no wrong way to fish.
0: No, there really isn't. And the other great thing about Malax is, as you noted, you've got all the species, uh, great numbers of uh, smallmouth bass, just legendary numbers there, G- good walleye bite these days, the pike you mentioned, and in another week we can go for muskies too.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you touched on smallmouth bass. Um, it, this time of year, you know, rate at surface temps get to 52, 53, upwards of 55, you know, these bass come out of their wintering areas, and it is my favorite time of year to fish. You know, mornings usually start out a little slow; the fish are a little bit lethargic. But then, by the time the afternoon hits, it is incredible how aggressive these fish are—throwing jerk baits, throwing swim baits. It's like every cast, and it's it's trophy, world-class fishing.
0: Well Malax is definitely a gem a beautiful lake a big lake but a lake that has certainly had some turmoil over the years and sometimes for people it's hard to keep up with what's going on so what can we do on Malax right now
2: Uh enjoy fishing uh <laughs> you know the fishing's really good but yeah the, you know you can't keep all You can't keep really harvest any fish on Malax but um you know a lot of people are taking advantage of just being able to go out like you said and target trophy fish target multi-species you know um you know yesterday for example we caught pike we caught walleye we caught smallmouth all in the same location and fishing them in you know, six to ten feet of water it's pretty incredible i mean when you hit some of these areas where you know you're getting three four different species and all of which are giant fish you know you get a 26 inch walleye right next to a 20 inch smallmouth and then a, a 35 to 36 inch pike is it's pretty fun.
0: It seems that the uh, the the health of the of the Malax fishery right now is really really good.
2: Yeah, it's coming around. You know, um, there was a lot of question marks as far as gaps in year classes, even a couple of years ago. But um, you know, it seems like it's a lot more healthy. We're in a better situation than we were a few years ago. You know, i sit on the Malax fisheries committee and. And uh, even though it's a slow process with any with any species, but it's particularly with walleyes and growth rates and trying to get year classes, um, you know, under our belts, it, it it doesn't seem like we've made a lot of progress. But if you look at the fishery as a whole, I, I think we're in really good shape. We're in better shape than we were, you know, three, four, or even five years ago when, when there was a lot of questions as far as invasive species and changing systems. I think things are starting to sort of um, settle down now and and kind of settle into their own.
0: When I look in the mirror every morning to see the gray in my beard, I realize I've been around a long time, and I certainly recall, you know, issues, um, big issues on red many, many years ago, um, leech after that, and now Malax. But it it seems if if it's a place that walleyes have historically done well, if we do the right steps, they'll be back.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and I, I, I'm, I'm in the belief that you know a lot of lakes are cyclical, and um, you know, you get it all over. I You know, me and my guides, we fish a lot around the or a lot around the Brainerd area, Aiken, and it's funny how you get lakes that'll cycle, where you'll have really, really good year classes of fish, and then either they get fished down, or you know, just for one reason or the other, that you know, they change, and then um, you know, they're back. Four or five six years you know if you've got a lake that's really fertile um that can produce big fish it, historically you know maybe not year after year after year but cyclically you're going to find that you're going to catch big fish in those areas or it's going to be a great fishery once again it just needs time to heal or, or recover
0: fish in paul bunyan country presented by northland fishing tackle i'm deb jackson checking in with tony roach who's been fishing on the Lacs today if you want decent weather and fun fishing, Mille Lacs would be a great place to be this weekend, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Memorial Day weekend. Um, you know, seeing you know, what's going on with the world and how people are traveling. We'll see how many people, uh, um, you know, take advantage of fishing on Mille Lacs and any, any of these other lakes. Um, you know, it's good to see people out fishing last weekend, obviously with with, uh, with um, opener being cold. You know, the, the traffic was way down, but then on these nice warm days, especially around the weekends, people are taking advantage of getting out and and a social distancing in their boat, so it's really good to see.
0: No question people need this more this year than they've needed in a long time. And, yeah, social distancing and doing it the smart way is really key, obviously, but it is, it's is—it's a much-needed uh, activity. And certainly we've seen people are ready to go. Um, unbelievable uh, license sales this year, which I think for the long-term uh, state of the, uh, fishing in this state is great news, especially when I heard record-breaking numbers for for uh, youth uh, angling licenses um that's just really good news
2: yeah i've seen a lot of families out in boats you know i've taken advantage with my family you know i you gotta uh when you get lemons you gotta make lemonade right and i during this time period i spent a lot of time fishing with my kids crappie fishing you know this thing won't hit when we still had ice and so me and the kids were out perch fishing and really just uh shed hunting we tried to do as many outdoor activities as we could i I was joking around with everybody saying that i was like the best science teacher you'd ever have because i would take my kids and we'd go on nature hikes and and uh you know look at looking for sheds and then we were out perch fishing and then we were out you know crappie fishing then walleye fishing so it, it was really fun to spend time with them um when they don't have sports they don't have school we could just you know be together as a family and have dinner every night you know and so there was a silver lining in this whole deal.
0: I think so. You know, I think, and that's that's the healthy way to approach things like this. But uh, from a, from your perspective, as a guy who makes your living in the outdoors, to have guiding back, I think is obviously very very important as well.
2: Yeah, it um, for sure uh, to, to have uh, uh, you know your livelihood back. You know, when there was a lot of uncertainty, and as far as we weren't sure when we we're going to start working. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it started getting pretty nerve-wracking there for a while uh, when the governor announced, you know, we could start as, a, you know, as of last Monday. It was a big sigh of relief for me, for a lot of people that depend on, um, you know, people coming up and, and tourism in general. Um, I know a lot of the resorts are still, you know, hoping that the restaurants and different things can open up slowly and we can do it safely because, you know, anybody that, that, that lives in, you know, northern Minnesota that relies on tourism you know you have that short window in in which you can kind of make your money for the season and um when that's in jeopardy or the longer it goes on it's the harder and harder to recover from that so um it's good to see we're starting to get back to some normalcy
0: are you uh, having to rebuild your appointments or did you have some set and just kind of hung on to them in case
2: yeah so i you know i lost some obviously when we couldn't guide and then uh, there has been a few, you know, a few customers that choose one reason or the other not to come. Maybe it was uh, work-related. We do some corporate trips. I've lost a few of those. Um, also, just some customer lines that are getting older that are still, you know, self-quarantining that choose to do so. Um, you know, so we're just kind of playing it case-by-case. Case. I've contacted a lot of my customers. A lot of them have reached out to me and said either they want to fish or not. And, um yeah, so we're just going from there. We're, you know, if if people choose to not fish because they feel unsafe, then that's their option. But many others have, have chose to fish. They want to get out and do something. Uh, a lot of people have cabin fever or just ready to, you know, be out, and they feel like they can fish and, and be in our boats safely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of all across the board. But we all in all, we haven't lost very many trips at all. Um, just the bigger corporate trips that, you know, a lot of the companies aren't allowing travel. So, um, you know, they're kind of under those constraints. And then, like I said, some older customers that are still concerned about, um, you know, COVID and really, you know, self-quarantining and, and staying protected.
0: Okay. Hey, Tony, um, as a guy who's involved in this industry, you're, you know all the products out there. Any new products out the last uh, year or a few months that uh, that you're thinking are pretty good that we need to take a look at?
2: Well, electronics in general have changed so much. And, and really, stru- structure scanning, side scanning, you know, um, any of the new electronics that, you know, you can side image, um, that's just super intriguing. But it's also a very useful tool. You know, if, if you can look out to the side 80 feet at a time and cover water, especially like what we're doing now as far as pitching jigs in shallow water, if you have 2D sonar, like I'm staring at my sonar and we're in seven feet of water, if you're using a cone that's just shooting right below the boat, you're missing uh, an opportunity to see a lot of fish out to the side if you don't have structure scan. And so it's nice to be able to drive in the shallow water, and that goes for Winnie, Leech, Mille Lacs, any of these lakes where you're pitching shallow. Structure scan is just, it's, it's probably the most powerful tool I use because I can drive, you know, in that shallow water, shoot out to the side without spooking fish see the fish, mark them, turn around, and pitch on those schools of fish. And, you know, the clarity of these new electronics is amazing. Uh, Five, six, seven years ago, the side scan, structure scan, it was really hard to see fish. You could pick them out in the sand, but as far as in weeds or rocks, it was tough to see fish. Now you can see fins on the fish. Hmm. And so having that um, kind of at your disposal um, is really a game changer, and it's changing, you know, how we fish and where we fish you know a lot of times i'd pull up to an area and like other anglers you got to c- kind of turn the boat sideways slip drift and fish that area well now i just drive down the edge structure scan if i don't see walleyes i don't stop and so uh you know it's just really important really useful tool um in finding fish quickly and, and getting to the spot on the spot
0: if we want to find out everything there is to know about tony roach where do we go
2: you can go to RoachesGuideService.com. You can also Google Tony, Tony Roach Fishing. I put a lot of fishing information out there, whether it be fishing reports, um, little tidbits about angling, um, some insights into, you know, just small things I do to put more fish in the boat. So, um, yeah, Roaches Guide Service, follow me on Facebook. I Google Tony Roach Fishing, all of the above.
0: Okay, and uh, still have some spots available if somebody wants to go fishing on Mille Lacs with you?
2: Yeah, we do. We've got uh, some openings still in June and uh, a few in July, so we've got a couple couple openings, but it's starting to fill up fast that you can tell the calls and emails have really been rolling in over this last week with the governor started loosening up on things. I think people are ready to get out and enjoy the outdoors.
0: And you, um, you can get a hold of you through through your various uh, social media pages and websites?
2: Yeah, they can go right to my website, roachesguideservice.com, click on contact, and it'll Send an email right to me.
0: All right. Tony Roach, outstanding guide in Paul Bunyan Country. Uh, spending a lot of time this spring so far. I'm relaxed and having success. Tony, thanks. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Good luck fishing to everybody. Now
0: we're going fishing <laughs> the Country.